Hi everyone, welcome to Legends of the Spire. Uh, this is the podcast where I usually speak to former players and managers uh, of Chesterfield FC, but something a little bit different this week, as I caught up with a fan instead. Uh, and it's a fan on a bit of an incredible journey. Uh, I spoke to Dan Cresswell. He is currently cycling from London to Bangkok with his friend Alan. Uh, they are currently in Albania, having cycled all of the way there, and are currently kind of partially recuperating and partially just building up the funds uh, by doing a bit of work before setting off again. It's an absolutely mammoth journey. It's going to take them ages. Um, he is representing Chesterfield everywhere he goes. He's got the shirt on. Been popping to loads of local matches as well. Um, and it was really good to have a chat with him. I think it's one of those chats where you just find a bit of inspiration um so hopefully it gives some of you that are watching um a bit of drive to do that thing you've always fancied doing uh really good fun speaking to him we wish him all the best and they're also doing some fundraising as well both for spy rights trust uh, a food bank down in london from where alan is um and then also um for a mental health charity as well so um i'll put the links all in the podcast if you want to donate feel free to uh, if you've got any spare pennies and I'm sure if you know anyone between Albania and Bangkok that has a, um, a house a bed for the night then please do get in touch with him uh, I'll put his details of where you can find them on YouTube and um, Twitter etc x um, in the notes uh, I'll be back with another um, Chesterfield legend uh, pretty soon just putting the final finishing touches to it uh, but until then I hope you enjoy this chat with Dan Cresswell uh, I find it really inspiring, um, absolutely bonkers what they're doing, but all sounds like good fun. So here we are, this is a chat uh, about cycling from London to Bangkok from Dan the Spyrite. Here we go. So you're in Albania at the moment. That's right, yes. Uh, Where in Albania? The, Is it the capital? We are in Dores on the coast. Right, so nice. because we've cycled down the Croatian coast um, and then into a bit of Slovenia and then Bosnia for a day and then Mon Croatia and then Montenegro and then Croatia again and then now we are in Albania. So we've gone down the, the Balkan coast, really. Nice. So so give me some, give us all some context of... Um, how this all started and when it yeah, all started so, and why it all started. <laughs> um, we, we probably have to go back a few years, really. I met my mate, Alan, who is from Islington uh, at university in Nottingham, and we studied tropical sciences together at Nottingham University. And in one of our years, um, we had a year abroad in Malaysia. So we spent like a whole year living in Malaysia doing tropical sciences so me and him you know we, we clicked instantly at uni and Malaysia definitely made us realize we love traveling we love seeing different parts of the world um, we finished university and then we actually both went and did some work in Costa Rica doing some conservation work which further confirmed how much we love um, traveling and you know, seeing the world, meeting people from all over the world, living in a different country. Mm -hmm. But to be honest, um, it was not, it's not an affordable way to live. The, the pay, if you actually get a job out there, the pay is pretty, you know, not very good. Mm -hmm. And we were both actually only on, like on a volunteer basis. It's quite difficult to get a job. And like I say, if you do get a job, the pay is not 
it's not great. Hmm. Not that you care about, we don't care about money too much, but you want, you know, if you're working, you want a bit of something behind you. Yeah, totally. um, so we came back to England, to, you know, to, to get some money. So I was working as a teaching assistant in the Chesterfield area. And Alan was back in London uh, working as a veterinary assistant. So both doing jobs we love in the, you know, in the community. And we felt good about doing our jobs. But we also had this, um, this pull, this urge to keep traveling again. So we got hooked over Christmas just gone and um, watching uh, Netflix documentaries and YouTube documentaries. Um, both sending each other messages saying, watch this one, watch this one. And then I remember Alan called me up after work one day in January and just said, we've, we've got to do something. We've got to do something. So we planned um, cycling London to Bangkok, um, which is a huge effort. I, mm-hmm. I actually cycled from Chesterfield to London. I had to do that, you know, for my, for my hometown. <laughs> um, but as I'm sure you can understand, trying to market it online, London to Bangkok, um, might do a little bit better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, and um, that's kind of where we're at at the minute. And our our like desire for adventure is um, definitely paying off because we we are just loving every day. It's amazing. Yeah. I bet. So how what how, what day is this? When did when did you start? This I started on thir- the thirtieth of May um, in Chesterfield. And then we started, took me about a week to get down, to cycle down to London. We started on June the 4th in London from Islington. So from Alan's house. And uh, so this is day, it was day 90 on Saturday. What were we on? Tuesday, 1991, 92, 93, day 93. Wow. Has it been everything you expected so far? Or has it been something Um, you know what? I I didn't go in with too many expectations because I just thought whatever happens, whatever we see, whatever people we meet, whatever whatever food we eat, it's just going to happen. I I know objectively I enjoy traveling, so I knew like whatever happens, happens basically. Yeah. But um, it has surpassed anything I could have expected because every day is is amazing. Even whilst we're not cycling at the minute and we're resting up in Albania, we just walk out to the to the local town, try a different food, um, meet another you know a waiter who asks us about why we're here. We tell them about the trip. They're in awe, and you know it's it's just amazing to meet people from all over the world. Yeah, we love it. We love it, and yeah, surpassed any expectation. So. So you never really gave your brain a chance to talk yourself out of it, I suppose. <laughs> no, honestly, for six months since we started talking about it, there's not there's not been one time when I thought I, I don't want to do this or mm. might back out here. It's like um, definitely a pull that I it, it just sits right with me in every way. I, we're both just loving it, basically. What's your plans afterwards? Then are you gonna because you're obviously doing the um... Uh, little videos on YouTube and, and stuff like that, documenting things as you go along. So what's the, have you got like a, a grand plan from it or are you just going with the flow? Well, we're definitely set on just trying to get to Bangkok at the minute. Yeah. <laughs> we have we have spoken about what, what can we do after. There has been talks of let's carry on after that because there's lots of South East, Southeast Asia that 
we want to see. And having lived in Malaysia before, we know we love we love Southeast Asia. It's an amazing, amazing place. So there's been talks about carrying on. Um, we're really enjoying uploading the YouTube videos and there's some pretty good traction there at the minute. I think almost 500 subscribers at the minute, which when, when we've only got currently two videos out of the trip, that's, yeah, it's not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a the Alps video. The Alps video is coming in a next couple of days or so, so that should be good. Um, so potentially in the future, if the YouTube grows in a way, then that that would be amazing. Mm-hmm. We've also discussed, like, we could write a book. Um, we're both taking pictures all the time, have mm-hmm. some pictures, um, obviously have a little write-up of, of all our different experiences. So that's another thought we've had. It's kind of like the ball's the ball's rolling at the minute. Even doing things like this, yeah, yeah. Six six months ago, I'd never never expected to you know be on a podcast or anything like that. So the ball's rolling. We're really en- enjoying the field we're in. Um, obviously, at the minute, we're not making any any money from it. It's not the most sustainable thing in the world right now. <laughs> but if if bigger things come, if we can make seriously good documentaries about future travels write books that would be amazing mm-hmm. um yeah part of what we're doing is also trying to inspire others we're we're really loving it ourselves and we think you know some people aren't aren't really enjoying their jobs or what's going on in their life we want to say put a message to, to some people like go out there even if it is just like in, in your holidays the holidays you get off work, mm. go somewhere, you know, travel somewhere crazy, really live and experience other, another person's way of living. And yeah, yeah, just, just enjoy yourself. You've got kind of one life, you've got one life. So go for it. It's kind of the message we want to put across. It's just the way the people are putting in their resignation letters. <laughs> <laughs> That's not you good. Know, it's all your fault. <laughs> I got to say, I've kind of done the, I kind of did that. We're kind of a nation yeah procrastinators aren't we um mm. a lot of the time and and i remember years ago before i started the podcast thinking oh it'd be nice to talk to a load of chestfield players i'd kind of like yeah. to find out what happened in their lives and careers and so i can get a better understanding of stuff and for months i was just like oh yeah but it'll no one will want to do it and um it's gonna be take, take too much time and stuff like that and then once you kind of just launch off and do it one day and you just find yourself in the kind of absolutely in the middle of it then don't you and you you don't really think about having started it or where it's going to go or stuff like that. you just kind of enjoy the yeah. ride in the middle don't you see where the ball rolls and i've listened to a few like paul cook sam Lucas, big yeah. names big names and it's i mean paul cook was that was just so funny because i, I messaged a random profile on linkedin um, yeah. that said Paul Cook. And I think he was still the manager of Portsmouth then or something. So he'd obviously been yeah. to Wigan and Ipswich and everywhere else afterwards. So it was it was a bit like, he's obviously not looking at that anymore. Um, and then it was like a few days later that I got a phone call and he's just like, all right, Dave, it's Paul Cook. Like, and I, I just remember going, sorry, who? And it, Paul Cook. And I'm going, oh, sorry, because <laughs> he also got a quite a strong accent. Of course, yeah. As you know, Paul Cook. And I was like, oh, Christ, Paul Cook. So it was just... Um, like you say, it's just random, isn't it? And you'll be having similar things happen, won't you? People that you're meeting. Where's been your favourite place so far that you've been to? 
favorite place so far for, for me going over the alps was incredible mm. um if people want to watch that obviously they can see that on the youtube um you're just cycling up and up and up with these towering mountains either side of you it's like it puts you in your place definitely mm -hmm. puts you in your place and you're just i was totally in awe of nature and very present as well your worries go out the window anything mm. you're worried about and stuff You've just got to keep cycling uphill and that's your only mission that's what i like about the trip as well you're i'm i'm only thinking about the trip and you can, when you sat at home you can what you can end up worrying about things I, I found anyway yeah but just being on the bike it's almost therapeutic i think it's amazing but yeah mm. the alps but a shout out to croatia as well the croatian coast we were just looking right for three weeks coming down the coast looking west it would have been as we cycle south Amazing. Blue blue water on your right. Again, mountains on your left. Perfect smooth roads because it's the roads the cars, cars use as well on the coast. So yeah, that was amazing as well. Nice. So what's a, so when you're actually, obviously having a rest at the moment, but a regular kind of cycling day, what kind of time of day do you start, finish, distance? You know, how does yeah. it kind of structure work? Well, we're definitely ruled by the sun. So, um, we mostly uh, wild camp, basically. So wherever we can find a spot, we'll wild camp. So wherever we have wild camp the night before, the sun will wake us up um, anywhere between, on this trip, it's been anywhere between half five and half seven. Obviously, um, we've been cycling as the summer's, summer's been going on. And, yeah, yeah. and we've been cycling south, so it's been a bit all over the place, the, the sunrise times. But... Um, yeah, so sunrise, pack our roll mat away, pack the tent away. If if we put the tent up in Croatia, it's been so warm at night. We've just slept on the beach and there's been no rain. There was no rain for about a month. So we just slept on the beach on a roll mat. It's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, pack our stuff away. Um, we've got our little stove, caffeine stove. So put that on, get the morning coffee on. Um, might take about half an hour to an hour just to get up. And then we cycle on average it's been anywhere between 60 and 80 kilometers a day some days we do 20 mm. just because we find a cool place and we check it out or we've had days where we've done 100 for example coming down the river rhine in germany just flat and straight mm. and so yeah we'll cycle to wherever wherever we're going um in croatia we had to wait some of the afternoon out it was so hot you're talking 35 degrees. We were cycling in, in the European heat wave as well, which was, it was pretty rough about a month ago. Um, so yeah, we might wait out the afternoon in a air conditioned, air conditioned supermarket, <laughs> Lidl or an Aldi it was in, in Germany or, or Italy. And then in Croatia, supermarkets called Claudine. So <laughs> just get some food, wait it out. And then maybe four, five, six o'clock in the evening, we'll put a, a few more hours in. Find a spot, usually on a beach, in a woods, um, anywhere really. And um, it's usually a beautiful place. We usually get really lucky with where we where we end up sleeping. And then um, put put the stove on again. Make our make our dinner, pasta or noodles with some vegetables or something, and then sleep go again yeah it sounds nice that you're not really setting yourself a 
like a really strict have to be here on that day here on that no. day here on that day which because otherwise you could get uh, kind of become a um it, it could become unenjoyable quite quickly couldn't it if you were putting that much pressure on yourself yeah you've hit the nail on the head there absolutely um we've met other cyclists who do say i try and do 100 kilometers a day i try to but they've admitted to us in conversation to be honest i'm kind of missing seeing everything and i'm I'm zooming along just to hit my targets, whereas we're not doing this trip to hit any targets in that way. We just we're trying to just en- enjoy ourselves basically and mm. and see the world and do what we love. Mm. How how are you working within a budget then? I suppose you're Fantastic trying to manage question. things. <laughs> <laughs> so when we decided to um, to do this back in January, it was we said yes, let's definitely do it. We set a date of June the 4th for two reasons. Well, one reason, football. We knew both my, my mate Alan, mm-hmm. at heart, he's born and raised Islington. He's an Arsenal fan. Mm-hmm. I'm a Chesterfield fan, obviously. So by then, both our seasons were definitely over. I think Arsenal finished end of May. So it gives us a week just to settle down. And then June the 4th, we set that back in January. Um Side note on Alan, he does um he does look out for Chesterfield. He came Possibly. to a game last season. He <laughs> came to the Wembley final, so he he he's he's spy right at heart as well. Yeah. And um and so because we planned it six months ago, um that we gave ourselves obviously six months to carry on in our job in our jobs, teaching assistant and a veterinary assistant mm-hmm. for Alan. And uh, so that was six months of um graft basically yeah. for the budget Saving. and then right now in albania so this is this is the magic we are both um teaching english online so mm-hmm. my my brother actually probably 10 years ago now he's only a few years older than me but 10 years ago he started teaching english online and he's always done it, it just with some side money and then he's also he's now a, a head of a science department abroad actually um so he kind of got me thinking about how are we going to fund this trip teach English online I've, I've seen it work I've seen it happen so now we're resting in Albania but we're also working we've got a job again nine till five teaching English <laughs> online to, to kids from all over the world uh, Saudi Arabia and Korea and China and, and European countries so in a way we're still kind of meeting people um, yeah. from all over the world again which so we, we don't mind it we quite enjoy that as well yeah, and it's a good thing to get the get a bit get of cash, isn't it? While you can, yeah. You know, a lot of people watch like race race across the world and stuff like that, where people are having to um, earn a few bob and then move on to somewhere else, earn a few bob. Exactly, exactly. What what do what do all the, like family and friends think of it when you say, you know, tomorrow we're going to sleep on a beach in Croatia? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I think there's mixed there's mixed reviews. I know. Um, I know, uh, like my mom, my dad, my brother, my sister. They they really support it. They absolutely love it. Same with my aunties and uncles and grandma and granddad. They love it. I think there's a bit more concern um, with with aunties and uncles. My granddad's a bit concerned. Things like this, but I and I understand the concerns, of course. But um, I know I know they also support support the journey support what i do and despite the concerns i'd, I'd be concerned if i have a son or anything like that <laughs> yeah. 
I'd be <laughs> I'd be really concerned. So I understand totally. But I also just have to do this, <laughs> basically. Well, and you'll look back in decades, won't you? And it'll be one of those things that is that you can pass down to, you know, yeah, future generations and stuff like <laughs> that. Time time you had an adventure. Um so how are you yeah. keeping in touch with the Chesterfield results then? So um as with as I've said, as we're cycling along, we do stop in supermarkets or cafes and things when we need to wait the heat out. So 3 p.m. fixtures, perfect timing. Nice. It was 4, 4 p.m. for us, so we might listen. We were listening to 1866 Sport. We've listened to most games now, actually. Um, and, yeah, listen listen for a couple hours, and then we, we head off cycling again at 6 o'clock. So we've kept up um, when we find Wi-Fi and things. And now we're in Albania resting up. Uh, where we are at the minute obviously we have wi-fi that's how i'm talking to you obviously yeah. so the games at the minute for the for the next two weeks and last week we've been listening and keeping up it's been good <laughs> yeah. do, do you think you'll get back in time for the trophy lift then um it's a bit tight to be honest <laughs> we might we might have to wait the winter out is what we're looking at yeah. just because yeah some of the countries are going through potentially it uh, very snowy basically some of mm. the some of the stands Uzbeki stand Turkmenistan that's that's the planned route at the minute you're like 3,000 4,000 meters up gets very snowy so we might have to wait the winter out therefore we might not make the trophy lift but maybe when you know first game first game back in league two we'll be there yeah and you're gonna cycle there <laughs> Um, cycling back might be a bit of a tough one, um, but <laughs> you know what? If we did, if we crazily thought, "Wow, we want to keep going," I, I would cycle back if we feel up for it. But a different route, I wouldn't want to do. I wouldn't want to do the same route there as you know, back as we've done there. I'd like to go another way round. But anyway, that's a that's a future potential plan. Who knows? So how can people kind of keep up uh, keep up to date with everything that's happening? Where are you so at? So we, we both are uh, filming for our YouTube videos, which is under my name, Daniel Cresswell. If you search Daniel Cresswell on YouTube, I should come up. Mm -hmm. Or type in Daniel Cresswell Cycling and I'll definitely come up. Um, and our Instagrams, mine is uh, DJ Cresswell but the L's are ones. So if you can, yeah, follow that, that'd be cool. I'll put it in the notes nice. at the bottom. <laughs> nice, nice. And um, my mate Alan is Agvelo, A-G-G-V-E-L-O. So, nice. and on the Twitter as well, uh, same as Instagram. Yeah. And and you're doing a bit of uh, a bit of fundraising alongside it as well, aren't you? Do you want to talk yeah, about that? Yeah, exactly. So, um GiveStar contacted us actually, and they're trying to promote fundraising for people who are doing kind of crazy adventures like us, really. Their picture picture boy, their star boy is Hardest Geezer, Russ. Oh, Cook, yeah, been following is, that. Yeah, he's running the length of Africa. So he's raised over £50,000 for charities now. We've raised £300 as of today, which is not bad. Yeah. It's only been out four days. It's not bad. We're raising money for the Chesterfield FC Community Trust, who I'm sure people know help kids to get into sport, help um, elderly people who are 
you know to reduce isolation mm -hmm. there's uh disability groups that are really good obviously for the community so that's one charity um another charity is islington food bank where alan is from islington um and then a third charity we're raising money for is calm the campaign against living miserably obviously to promote good mental health suicide prevention uh, which yeah is important to us as well yeah brilliant good luck with all of the fundraising and thank um, you very much and so when are you so where are you off to after albania what's the what's the kind of immediate route after that after albania we are heading directly east so we're going to come off the coast into north macedonia bulgaria and then turkey so that's the immediate route keep heading east basically yeah that's great and you're getting a few football matches in uh, oh yeah absolutely absolutely we went to a we went to the nations league match uh back in july that was now or well, end of june um netherlands versus italy we've been to a uh croatia no a slovenia league match Copa versus, I'll be honest, I'm not sure who it was against. <laughs> a, Croatia, a Croatian league match. Uh, it was a Europa League qualifier, actually. Rijeka in Croatia versus somebody else. Again, I'm not sure. Um, and on Saturday just gone, we saw Tueta, which is the team from Dores in Albania, versus Tirana, the capital. It was a 5-2-2 draw. And there were flares... And the ultra groups were out. So that was an experience. <laughs> and you're not wearing a Chesterfield shirt. <laughs> you know what? I was wearing a Chesterfield oh, shirt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I looked, the home team wear blue as well. So I thought it'll be fine. And it was fine. No worries. Have you had anyone going, which team is that? There's definitely been some looks. And then people go, ah, you're from England. You're from England. Uh -huh. So, yeah. And in fact, we were after the match, I mentioned... Uh, Armando Dobra to some other young lads and they went oh yeah yeah he played for Albania under 21s I was like yes so they know that people out here know Armando Dobra so it's pretty cool it's amazing yeah it's perfect perfect place to stop for a bit isn't it Dobra's uh, uh, yeah the home Dobra's... of the Albanian Messi <laughs> Albanian exactly exactly so what's so what's your kind of hopes then going forward for this adventure is it just to see what happens basically um keep cycling east definitely um all the way to bangkok i'm so determined to get to bangkok me, me and alan both are determined to get there um and we're gonna get there <laughs> that's you know we have to have that mindset yeah, yeah. uh and yeah keep filming because we, we love to do that following our passions keep traveling keep meeting people keep seeing the world eating great food and just keep growing in every way we can. Like even personally, keep keep learning about the world and growing on the YouTube, hopefully. Mm. Um, growing, obviously, raising money for the charities that are important to us. Um, and and just to just to live every day. That's that's the plan. Fully, you know, live every day fully. That's the, kind of the message we want to spread, as I said. But also on a, on a side note, like communities would crash if everyone did this stuff so like we fully respect and love people who work so hard like nine to five jobs every day and that's it's that's amazing amazing that people do that you know to help their communities and businesses and yeah 
communities would crash without that. So we, um, yeah, so much respect for people that do that as well. We just had this crazy calling that we have to follow as well. Mm. I'm sure, I'm sure we'll get a proper job one day. I'm sure your time will come. <laughs> then you can just talk back to the good old days. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Great. Well, thanks so much for um for having a chat. Good luck with it all, and you, uh, we'll keep yeah, following following the adventures and see where you end up next. Appreciate that. Thank you very much.